Welcome to the podcast where Mercury is always in retrograde. <laughs> We're back, hey. I guess. What's up? Uh. <laughs> I hang my head in shame. <laughs> this part two, episode part two. A part two, baby. The first part two, I think. Very fun. No. <laughs> no. Definitely not. No. Uh. We did, um... Well, I don't think it was like a part two, but we did like the Animal Crossing, like pre and post Animal Crossing release. True. Yeah, no, you're right. That checks. Um, but whatever. Maybe this is a part I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, Aaron, how's it going? It's good. It's so good. It apparently is so wonderful outside and I have not left my apartment since the beautiful weather has begun. So (laughs) <laughs> Maybe one day I'll be able to experience yeah. some serotonin. I stepped outside this morning to get a bagel, and it was lovely. Was so nice out. Um, and so then when I got back to the... I'm staying with Anne mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. Um, so when I got back, I like opened all the windows, and I was like so excited. I was like, ugh, so nice out. And within like 40 seconds, it got so fucking cold. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> it's still cold like uh yeah it really is i was like so hyped i was like oh do i need to wear a coat like this is great and then i looked at the weather like the temperature and it was like 45 and i was like oh this is kind of cold i also don't know what that means i hate it spring i just don't know how to fucking dress fall same shit i it's like i don't remember how the numbers work anymore and i have to readjust myself accordingly Right. I only know, like, if it's 80 degrees and higher, then I wear shorts. Yes. <laughs> or if it's 20 degrees or lower, then I should probably wear it. It's coat. like one of those things where, like, I feel like I should have learned that growing up, and I just assumed my adult self would come into that knowledge just inherently, and it just did, it had not clicked yep. yet. Those pieces just still, oh my God. like, fitting a circle piece into a square hole. <laughs> yeah, probably, like... We should have learned how to dress ourselves for weather, like, the same curriculum of us learning how to do our taxes, you know? Like, I just feel like it's just a whole big thing that we forgot I, we, or that we didn't get to learn. I tried to file my taxes last weekend. Have you have you been arrested yet? Okay, you, you know what? Yet? You don't need to start this whole confrontational thing because my tax, my tax returns did get rejected by both the federal government and also <laughs> New York State and also New Jersey State. So I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh no what does that even mean does that mean you did it wrong I, and then they're sending it back to you going this is you wrong you know what the problem is i not only switched jobs so i you know had a job <laughs> and then i switched it but i also moved so and i and and my jobs went from a job in new york to a job in new jersey and then i moved from new jersey into new york do you know how much that fucking complicates things it complicates things beyond belief i have to file <laughs> Four state tax returns. <gasps> four of them. Four? Two for New Jersey. No. Or, no. Three? Three? Four? Something like that. Oh, no, no, no. So I file four returns. Three state. One federal. It's a fucking mess. Dude, what? That's insane. I hate it. Damn. I hate it. I hate it so much. <sighs> so anyway, uh, everything's going really well. Oh my god, my grandma's boyfriend's gonna do my taxes for me. 
I love uh, you so much. <laughs> your grandma's boyfriend. My grandma's boyfriend, Just, Paul. Shout out, Paul. Shout out Thanks for doing my taxes. Oh, fucking Christ. Even after, even after my grandma has been dead for almost a year, he really do still be out here doing my taxes. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's alright. It's okay. Everything's fine. He also tutored me. He also was my SAT tutor, but you know, whatever. <laughs> oh my god, really? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Paul's the man, huh? Yeah, he tutored me. He tutored me in math because he teaches math at like the community college. Oh shit. Um, and so he was like my SAT math tutor. And so my initial SAT score, my math was like kind of low. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then I, when I retook it, my math went up, but then my English went down. <laughs> so it pretty much equaled itself out. So <laughs> whatever. Oh my god! I mean, SAT math is like a test math. So oh my god, SAT math is like er, the SAT in general is just so fucking. St- stupid it's dumb it's stupid as shit it's it's a logic game it's literally a logic game i'm like why it is i actually why does it have to be so hard i took sat lessons for three uh three summers so since i was a uh uh three summers so since i was in the eighth grade every summer i would go to this intensive sat prep that was meant to uh uh kind of mimic school because it was for working parents it was through a church um and they hired local teachers to teach it from nine to literally three o'clock so 9 a.m wait 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 Wait, what? Oh, dude, what? So you were telling me that you were studying for the SAT when you were in the eighth grade Mm -hmm. from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. during your summers Mm -hmm. and you're friends with me? (laughs) Ma'am, I did not break 2100 on the SATs. I spent three Dude, I didn't even break 19. Okay, well, I did not. It took me so much because I am the kind of person who can bullshit my way through all kinds of stuff so i really are (laughs) yeah you really are and and here's the thing my last summer there uh which was the summer Mm -hmm. uh like my last sat summer where i was really like trying to rev up and improve my score because by that point i had taken the sats and i had a score on on the thing and i was like this is shit it was literally so low i don't even remember the numbers but like i my mom was like, "I, th- it's been two years. What the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, I had a whole thing of school. Like, from summer over the course of the year, like, I lost all that information. So then uh, when I took the SAT in spring, right before the summer, like, I I didn't have any idea what yeah. I was doing. So then I took the summer course. And then September, literally September, I took two... I took two tests. I think, no, 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 September and then uh, October, I took two consecutive SATs, and those are my best scores. Because <laughs> it's right off right really? off the summer. I literally just, like, had all that information. But I took it from one of the teachers there who was, who was running it uh, was one of those, like, uh, graders. Like, he would grade the, uh, the essay portion of the SATs. Um, mm-hmm. And so he knew exactly what the uh 14 point 
uh, criteria was, and he was like, here's how you do it. You fill up the page, it doesn't matter what you say, here's the exact structure, here are the exact ways that you do it, you pull two references, it doesn't matter which one, you always have a Shakespeare and you always have a contemporary, and then you're always going to get a 14, at least a 12, if not a 14. And boy, that man was fucking right. I had a Shakespeare on hand, it wow. was always Macbeth, I think, or... No, I think I had... Macbeth is so good. Macbeth is so good, and it's so easy. No, no, no. I think I used Hamlet, actually. Shakespeare. Hamlet is easier, mm, in my didn't opinion. Didn't read that one. But I... I <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing with Hamlet, is that I think I've talked about this, but we were uh, assigned it in my AP Lit class, and I never read a single page of it. How did you pass? How did you pass? I feel like we spent weeks on Hamlet. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, Liz. You, you really drive me fucking nuts. <laughs> I hated Hamlet so much. I was like, this book fucking sucks. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hamlet. Anyway. I just... Yeah, I mean, like... That's... If you know... Yeah, you, like, had the algorithm. You, like, knew what you had to do to get the points that you needed. And it's also, like... I did not want to spend, I'll tell you exactly why I did so averagely on the SATs because I didn't want to spend the like brain capacity to like figure out uh, like the math when it comes to like omitting questions. Because you know you can like be like, oh, I'm not going to answer this question and like that'll actually like work to your advantage. Yeah, I took the uh, Also like the curve, like I like never understood it. So I said okay fuck it <laughs> i'm not gonna do anything i took the math portion without a calculator oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny actually <laughs> because it was like i figured it out by that point i knew exactly how to take it i was a fucking whiz at yeah. the sat i was not good at anything else but <laughs> like right. my reading score was fucking well, you know abysmal. good for you um I, I, I just think about the fucking fact that on <coughs> Sunday we had our book club and sh- mm-hmm. like every, I was like, I was embarrassed because I was like, this is too much. I need to disconnect. I am not nah. writing anything for the next chapter because like same shit. It's the same energy that I have. It's Eng- I figured it out. My energy is a high school English lit teacher who... Uh, never became successful and thereby just always lives in the shadow of the classics. Now that is simply not correct. You, like, you really do, like, bring in the best questions um, and, like, the best conversations. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think it's embarrassing. I think it's great. Im- I think it's, like, such a good, I don't know, conversation starter and, like, who, what am I going to say? You know? I don't know. Like, I have nothing to say. You Anyway, uh, we're here to talk about simping. We're talking. We're here to talk about simp yeah. behaviorisms and what uh, activates them. <laughs> what activities the simps do? <laughs> the bottom feeders like us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, that's us. Who wants? Who wants to start? Do you want me to start? Should you start? <laughs> yeah, since you have no, you have more. Okay, so you can go first. That makes sense. Um, so these next two, I have them in a yellow box on my chart because I have to <laughs> preface this by saying that I was a child when I watched 
this stuff. And so these are characters are technically underage, but it, back in the 90s and, and early 2000s, I was also underage. So keep that in mind. Just bear that in fucking mind. Careful. Careful. Cancel and me. Cancel, cancel four-year-old me. Go ahead. What am I going to do? Pee my pants? Oh my God. So... <laughs> <laughs> at least you're at least you're not like James Charles literally sending nudes to minors, but go off. <laughs> the tea! Ma'am! Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these are pretty obvious. Zuko from uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. I do not have to fucking explain this one. It makes fucking perfect sense that little, little <laughs> me was doomed. Little crispy Zuko. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> call him crispy! <laughs> He's got a little crisp on his face. What's wrong with that? You're not wrong. <laughs> and then we also got my boy Ashitaka from Princess Mononoke. Ooh, I, that awakened something in me when I was a kid. Princess Mononoke was my first oh my God. Uh, Ghibli film. I think we talked about this. I love it. That's literally mm-hmm. my favorite Ghibli film. But Ashitaka, like was some kind of awakening for young me. I don't know what it was. I think it's that I like wanted to be him, but also I was so attracted to him. It was it's just a fatal combination. There's like a word for that, right? When you're like so attracted to someone and but you like also want to be them. Mm, No idea. I have no clue. I've never heard of that as like an actual defined phenomenon. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean I'm sure there is. I just like don't know. Um Anyway, going okay. going through this, uh, we also got Gong Yu. He plays uh, the goblin in uh, this Korean drama called Goblin, the Lonely and Great God. Tokkebi, I actually talked about this on the very first episode um, about goblins in Korea as a cryptid. And this show oh, yeah. was what made me understand that these were a myth because there are mentions of the myth in the show, obviously. Um, but then, like, I talked about the show with my mom because we watched it together. And she was like, okay, so, like, this is from this and, like, this. And it was, like, a really interesting conversation from that point. And so that was kind of, like, my introduction into all of that. Um, but, yeah, it was a good show. I love this actor. He's really talented. He talks about mental health in Korea, which is never talked about. It's pretty much taboo. And he is just a fucking icon, I stan. That's so cool. He's so good. He's so cute. He's so so fucking cute. Oh my god. He's just like so sweet looking. He's so sweet. So good. He's so good. I could go on about him, but I I don't... I can't... Uh, Anyway, Hayden Christensen is the next... (laughs) (laughs) My boy, Anakin Skywalker from the Star Wars... Uh, prequel trilogy specifically though i want to say it's hayden christensen from star wars episode three the revenge of the sith this Mm. was a movie that Mm. i loved it made me cry as a child and i also just thought he was so fucking handsome he is just like there's one scene where he's just like absolutely shirtless he is sweating because he woke up from a dream like a nightmare that he had and he's like (laughs) and i'm like no um i yeah this is like the only star wars movie that i've watched and actually like is this one do you like it oh my god what is it episode three yes revenge of the sith um is this the one where natalie portman is pregnant yes and he like murders all those kids Mm. yes yeah oh my god 
I love that movie. I was like, this movie oh is so my fucking god. good. And he like falls into the lava and gets absolutely wrecked. Yes, yes. Oh my god, Liz, wait, I love this movie. It's so underrated. Everyone hates the prequels, but I think this one's actually fucking good. No. This one's fire. Yes. This one's so good. Bro, I am losing it. I'm fucking losing it. Are you kidding me? I feel so fucking validated. Yes. Good. Where can I watch this? Can I watch this on Disney Plus? Oh yeah, absolutely. I <laughs> me having the sudden urge to watch I... this episode this uh I watched this recently and like first of all my friend I watched it with some of my home friends and my one friend who I will not expose on this podcast kept taking screenshots but the thing about an Apple computer is it makes an audible sound when you screenshot oh yeah it's so loud 20 minutes into the movie and this girl's going (laughs) Anakin's shirtless she absolutely goes fucking buck wild and I'm like do I say something do I (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's Re- revenge of the sith right yes, okay. yes. Know, i'll add it to my list <laughs> do i even have a watch list no this is the only thing that's on my watch list <laughs> oh my uh, god i'm losing my fucking mind i'm going cuckoo bananas anyway um wait i have a question this is like sort of well i guess it's not really uh unrelated because i guess we can talk about simping uh whatever have you watched any a single episode of wandavision no i don't have me neither and i don't really care for it oh you don't have disney plus really no i don't (laughs) oh you can have my login if you want to watch thank you (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) anyway i just keep i keep seeing so much shit about wandavision and like i literally Mm -hmm. don't care about it the only reason why I would ever watch it is for Elizabeth Olsen or who's that other one that's in it? The one who became a meme. <laughs> oh, uh, is it Catherine Hahn? <laughs> Sorry, Excuse I'm thinking me. about the meme. <laughs> no winking. No winking yes. yes, she's so good. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen is so good. <laughs> She's so pretty. She's literally so pretty. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to know if you had watched it. No, but she is really, really pretty. And I absolutely, completely understand just watching that show for her alone. I just, like, can't look at this red guy. He's so ugly. (laughs) He's also ugly. People are like, oh, my God. He's so hot. And I'm like, why? He's literally a robot. The ones that I've seen is the one where they, like, fucking edit him to look just crazy and it's so funny it's so funny and stupid I've, I've not seen that I have to, I'll send it I'll send it to you okay oh anyway anyway next who is this white man who is this wait are we are we not switching to you <coughs> or am I oh uh, was that five uh one two three four oh no okay so last last guy <laughs> sorry I can't fucking count uh, next guy. This guy. Can you see me? <laughs> yes, I can see you <laughs> highlighting this. Um, so that guy is uh, Charlie Hunnam from Pacific Rim. I fucking love Pacific Rim. I think Pacific Rim is literally one of the best fucking movies of my life. It is literally one of my favorite movies of all time. It is my comfort movie. I watch that movie when I am sad. I have watched that movie probably in upwards of dozens of times by this point. It is pathetic. Wait, are you serious? I am 100% serious. 
I have not seen the sequel. I, I did not know this for f- about you. Pacific Rim with this like transformer ass looking robot. It's a is Gundam this, and correct? it's called a Jaeger and they fight the kaijus which are giant <laughs> monsters in, coming from outer space but a fissure in the Pacific Ocean. It's called the Pacific Rim because it involves all of the countries around the Pacific <laughs> that come together to try and fight these giant monsters. What's in- incredible about this movie is that they introduce Guillermo del Toro introduced uh, uh, a mechanic known as the drift, drift compatibility. And it mines the melds and, and, and bridges them so that way they can, as two halves of one whole, fight a giant monster in a giant, essentially what is a Gundam. And I mm-hmm. love it. I think this movie is so good. It is the pinnacle of romance. And it's because this guy is so fucking good. And also, uh, the his his partner, uh, her name is Mako, but she's played by Rinko Kikuchi. And they're they're just mm-hmm. they just have such good chemistry. It's insane. They have incredible on-screen chemistry that is immediate as soon as they're in the uh, in a set together, like in a in the scene together, there is this like palatable tension, and I love it. I think it is so good. This guy, this character that he plays, is so sweet. He is like, I think what he looks at. He has like the sweet eyes. Yes, you know? yes. I think about so many aspects of this movie, like the fact that he just like completely lacks an ego. He is absolutely a simp for Mako, which I love. He just like is chugging that respect women juice. He's a himbo to the T. And uh, <laughs> uh, I'm literally obsessed. And like the other thing is like, I feel I remember one uh, Tumblr post talking about his, his, an interview that he did where he talked about his, preparations to the role and one of the preparations that he did was to get super fucking buff so he looks so good in this movie dude like he is so fucking Mm. hot in this movie and i normally don't like the whole muscular whatever bullshit but he makes it look so good and the thing is like (laughs) he only had one scene or two scenes where he had to be shirtless and it probably sums up to less than 60 seconds of the movie but it took him but he months for that. to get to that level of fit for this role. Good for and him. And I think that's so funny that they forced him to do all this work just for a little bit of screen time that they do not pay any any attention to. It is just the background <laughs> feature. I, there is no ego to this man, and I love it. I, that is so funny. I literally love that. Have you watched Pacific Rim? Wow. No, I haven't. It's it's good. I'm trying to remember. Ugh, I'm trying to remember if it's either my father or Allison who likes who is like obsessed with Pacific Rim. I'm pretty sure it's my dad. Um, really? Yeah, I think he's like just literally fucking obsessed. But I, it also maybe Allison. I literally don't know. Both of them. Both of them are like obsessed with Top Gun. <laughs> um sorry so i don't know why that's I'm, funny i'm confusing it for that no it's fucking funny because it's like what even is top <laughs> tom cruise is in it right yes yes <laughs> oh my god my <laughs> not to be dramatic but my my father once told my mother that he would divorce her for tom cruise like he is in love with fucking tom cruise i'm not kidding <laughs> 
my and then God. every time I, <laughs> we were so funny. We tease him so fucking hard. <laughs> Whenever we see a movie with Tom Cruise in it, we'll be like, oh, look, your boyfriend's in this movie. <laughs> and he'll be like, I fucking love Tom Cruise. What of it? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm fucking crying. Anyway. My turn? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm starting off with a literal wild one. (laughs) This one is really kind of off the wall insane. (laughs) Who is he? Who is this thing? So, okay. What uh, what am I looking at? This man. Yeah. So his name is Feathers McGraw. Um, he is from Walsh and Gromit. (laughs) Now watch that. Uh, Walsh and Gromit is literally the best thing that's ever happened to me. I was obsessed when I was little. He... Walsh and Gromit is like this claymation dude and dog. Mm-hmm. They're like these British dudes. And they always they always get into some, some shenanigans. Um, and in this one, this so he he is in the movie The Wrong Trousers. Walsh and Gromit and The Wrong Trousers. Uh-huh. And so for whatever reason, uh, Wallace, the man... A qui- I, I haven't watched the movie in so long, so, like, perhaps I'm getting the plot wrong, but there's this pair of, like, pants, like, robotic pants that will, like, make you walk up the side of a wall. Like, they're, like, just so powerful, these pairs of pants. And he either steals the pants or he, I don't know, he's, like, the villain of the movie. Um, and he's just, like, to me, he is literally so cute, but also, like, there's one scene where he's, like, riding on this toy train and they're trying to catch him because he stole something, and he's just, like, wielding a gun. I literally just sent <laughs> you. it is, like... <laughs> it is, like, literally the funniest <laughs> picture I've ever seen in my life. It is just so powerful to me, like, him just on this train wielding a gun. <laughs> I literally Googled this dude and the first fucking image is him with a fucking gun. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm literally what? obsessed. I just sent you another one where he's on the train. Um, and like, I don't really have, so like the thing is, is that I don't even have an explanation for this. I just think that he's just so fucking funny. And like, also, uh, just like him with the gun is so powerful. And I literally have no choice but to simp for him. <laughs> oh my God. This is so fucking good, dude. This is so good. He's literally so funny. Like, I'm literally just obsessed. For what reason? <laughs> like, something about his face is just, like, his whole shit. It's so simple. He literally is just a claymation penguin. And, like, he has a little rubber glove on his head. And, like, his little beak is just so simple. I don't, like, I don't even know. I can't even explain it. I can't even explain it. He's just so good. Um. Okay, next. Uh. So, I read, I recently read this book called Something to Talk About. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a queer, uh, story, contemporary romance about these two women. One of them used to be like a child actress. Um, and then she, uh, moved up into like producing and writing her own films. Mm -hmm. And she has this assistant who works with her at her studio. Um, and she's like the best assistant that this woman has ever had. Like they just like mesh so well. And, like, they go to a red carpet event and because they go to a red carpet event because the writer, Joe, doesn't want, like, 
everyone to be like, oh, she's single again, and like ask her about this new project that she's working on. So she brings the assistant. Mm -hmm. Someone snaps a picture where they look like they're having an intimate moment, and they publish it, and everyone is now speculating that they're fake dating. Um, And so that kind of puts them in this like messy situation where they're like, oh, should we continue acting like we're fake dating to like help your image or whatever? Um, but then, like, while they're fake dating, they actually catch feelings Ooh. and, like, fall in love. And it's good and it's fun. And it was, like, one of my favorite books that I read in 2020. Um, but I am literally a full-blown simp for the main character, Joe, the one who um, was an actress and now writes. Mm-hmm. Like, she is just so fucking powerful. She has the same energy as, like, Regina Mills. So, like, it makes sense why I am obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's this Asian-American woman who is, like, so powerful. She, like, takes no shit. She has this, like, really hardcore reputation on set. And, like, also her and uh, I can't remember the other woman's name, like, are the stereotypical, like, goofy, tall, uh, golden retriever type (laughs) girlfriend and, like, bossy high-strung, little, brown-haired girlfriend. Ooh. And I'm, like, so fucking obsessed because that's, like, so sweet. Um, so, yeah, I'm literally obsessed. And I think y'all, everyone should read this book because it's so cute. Hell, yeah. And you don't really get, you don't really get a gay, woman-loving woman contemporary romance very often. Know what I mean? I I feel you, brother. I feel you on that one. Hell yeah. Uh, Okay, next we have Robert Pattinson from The Lighthouse. Um, You didn't like The Lighthouse. (laughs) No, I didn't. So this is where I'm I'm conflicted. So, like, I didn't like The Lighthouse because it was... It, like, made no goddamn sense to me. Well, I guess that was the whole point. But uh, Well, actually, it did make sense to me. It just, like, made sense that, like, Willem Dafoe and fucking Robert Pattinson were these, like, two psychopaths, <laughs> like, stuck on a island going crazy, like, waiting for someone to go pick them up. Um, but I don't know, man. It's just, like, him in black and white, like, scruffy and starving, but also psychotic and... He's a good-looking dude. He's a good-looking dude. I love that he, he's crazy. It just Robert, adds to it. Robert Pattinson, just, like, in general, ah, uh, so hot. Literally. So hot. I can't believe he dated FK Twigs. Um, Twigs. Like, that's... I know. Nuts. I know. It really is. I literally love him. I've been a stan since Twilight, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. There. Big big stan, mm-hmm. big big stan. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I'm gonna do after this is Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> Charizard, um, for whatever reason, just gives me like hardcore soft boy energy. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. It's- like, I feel like underneath it all, he's just like a little softy, but on the exterior, he's like I'm badass. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's also he's also just my favorite Pokemon. I was like, gonna I'm ask, just obsessed is with he him. your favorite Pokemon? Yes, <laughs> obsessed. I I don't I cannot explain to you why. Like, there's literally nothing special about him, but like, 
Uh, he's a energy. fucking fire dragon. What do you mean? That's fucking incredible. He's a unit. That is, yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know. I literally period. have no justification to it. Period. No, that's period. it. Period. Like, <laughs> I understand. Uh-huh. I, I understand with full clarity. Listen, there's nothing to defend okay. here. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for understanding. Really, I am like feeling no judgment at all, especially on the string of simpingness because it's like everyone is like, hello, why is this girl psycho? <laughs> um, I'll finish my turn with um, Theo from the first Haunting of Hill House. Yes! Uh, I'm, obs- I'm literally obsessed with her. Kate Siegel is so fucking pretty. She's so fucking pretty. So pretty and her character in this whole thing like i fell in love with her the second she had her episode like her episode started and i was like mm, so i tortured. know i love this yeah her character is just like so tortured but like this like middle literally sh- sh- directly in the middle child mm-hmm. um and just like i don't know has that like really special connection with her mom mm-hmm and like uses her like um i guess not it's not really an ailment but like this thing that's been giving her trouble since the day she was born to like mm-hmm. help people she's just like also so fucking funny she's like the funniest one out of all yes of yes oh her lines are so good obsessed it, literally literally so good and like ugh, dude she's just so pretty yeah She's so pretty. And also the fact she, that she's gay. Um, like. I know. So good. Like her when she's like at the bar and she's like flirting with that girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then at Nell's wedding when she's like <laughs> has sex with one of the bridesmaids. <laughs> oh, kill me. So kill fucking me. funny, dude. That's so, so fucking funny. funny. It's also. I. I don't know if you know this, but do you remember when we watched that movie Hush? Yes, in like yes. Seventeen. I didn't realize that it was Kate Kate Siegel. Yeah, yeah. The same girl who plays the deaf woman. Yes. And it's the same director. It's Mike Flanagan, who's her husband, right? Her husband, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which he is so ugly. Oh. I know, and he's like pretty significant not significantly but he is like older than her i think she was like i think there's like a at least like a 15 year difference between them which is just like okay i guess mm. i don't i don't think so actually she's only she's 38 years old and he's 42 oh so is it okay i thought but, there was a bigger yeah. age gap he's just like maybe I'm yeah because he's ugly that's why <laughs> you think that i mean also like half half the couples in hollywood are like that and i just like can't keep track of which ones are and yeah. which ones aren't to be honest he, yeah exactly he just like literally looks like a q-tip you know what i mean he's so his ugly, neck is dude. so fucking he's so long fucking ugly oh not to like ugly shame someone but he is just so ugly <laughs> <laughs> we are we are blatantly ugly shaming this guy <laughs> we literally are we're dead <laughs> looking him in the eye on the computer and calling him ugly like <laughs> recording our audio going he is ugly <laughs> he looks like Not a ugly shame this guy but he is ugly <laughs> q-tip motherfucker uh, i liked hush though good good work on that one cutie 
Hush was <laughs> Hush was so scary. It was good. It was like a cutie. <laughs> I meant cutie. I meant cute tip, but then I like tried to add a slant to it and it fucked up. No, no, <sighs> I got it. I got it. That's really funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hush was good. It was like so suspenseful. Like a fucking slapped. I have nothing else to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's right, that the turn. whole thing. Uh, anyway, uh, we got. <laughs> I know it really is. That is really the whole point of the. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast where we literally just state facts. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, anyway, I'm gonna fucking jump in. We got Diego Luna from Rogue One, another Star Wars movie. Because I am stupid. I'm an idiot. I'm a dumb, stupid idiot. Uh, and I love Star Wars. Wait, which? Which one? That is one, yeah, guy? that dude. So he's. I thought this guy was Shane from uh, Buzzfeed. <laughs> no, no, this is Diego oh. Luna from from Rogue One. He plays. Um, he plays. So he's like this morally ambiguous character. I love that. I think Rogue One was so good, and this movie ends with him like they essentially lose like they lose in that like they will not get out and they so the mm-hmm. the planet is burning and he's hobbled onto the beach and he holds the main character i don't remember her name and they're just like holding each other on the beach and i cried at the ending it was so tender it was so sweet and he just looks so good dude like just the combination of this like really sweet ending that is like bittersweet because they're gonna die but sweet in that they get to like hold right. each other through it just mm. something about it, you know? Something about it. Yeah, that makes sense. You got Heath Ledger on 10 Things I Hate About You. Talented motherfucker. Stop. I love Heath Ledger. I fucking love yes! Heath Yes! Yes! This movie also just, like, such a good adaptation of the work. And then just, like, they're just him being stupid and dumb, but also always respecting women. We respect himbos in this space. Love it love him i've never i've never seen that movie oh it's good it's a cute little like rom-com it's got a good soundtrack you know the whole thing uh I'll have to watch classic, it. classic classic <clears throat> uh next we got dev patel in a movie that has not come out yet the green knight but let me tell you i have he seen <laughs> is so fucking cute i'm yes him. he is so cute okay you get it like so good so good this was supposed to be the summer of dev patel 2020 was supposed to be the summer of dev patel and we did not get it but we will get green knight 2021 baby we'll get it we'll get it eventually we will uh this next one i'm ashamed because oh. <laughs> he's like an Who old oh. white dude <laughs> <Who> is this? <laughs> this is edward norton what the fuck aaron <laughs> Edward Merton? Norton! Edward Norton. Oh. <laughs> you might know him from Fight Club. Um, No, I've never seen Fight Club. I've never seen Fight Club either, but I know that he's in it because I'm a simp. Because, <laughs> listen. I thought this was Matthew Broderick. <laughs> <laughs> you have... Anyway, you have no... You have no place to fucking call me out, okay? Uh, Because... I know, I really don't. I really don't. <laughs> Listen, I think the reason why I like 
him in this movie is because, and it's specific to this movie, Red Dragon, uh, it's because I like Will Graham as a character. Um, and I say that because I'm going to mm. skip ahead. I also simp for uh, Hugh Dancy in NBC's Hannibal, who also plays <laughs> Will Graham. I just love almost so every iteration of character. Will Graham. But here's the thing. I put them on separately because Edward Norton's Hugh Graham is so... I say Hugh Graham. Will Graham. Edward Norton's Will Graham is so different <laughs> from Hugh Dancy's Will Graham. It is just so mm-hmm. interesting to see how they took that character who, from the books that I read originally, like I love him so much, into these different iterations. Just... just so good so 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 fucking good i love both of them i actually cannot pick which one i like better it is just like such i i really am a fan of the work but also the way that these two actors took it in very different directions it was to the point where you know nbc Mm -hmm. hannibal had a was like a thing around uh the time the tumblr when i was using it the most that i had a tag hugh dancy my fancy it is embarrassing (gasps) <gasps> I hate it. I knew that. I knew that. But I... <laughs> you make me hate it. Oh, my God. That's yeah. so funny. So, anyway. Sorry, keep going. No, I think one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, that's five. Okay. Back. Oh, my turn? Back to you, Liz. Back to me. Um. Okay. I don't know. Hold on. I don't... This is so bad. I don't even know these people's names. The next... <laughs> two on my list um I i'm literally the two women the two women because they're french like they're just french names it means yeah it fucking whatever. sucks i'm not gonna say any, i'm not gonna say anything <laughs> <laughs> um literally the two women in portrait of a lady on fire uh changed my entire fucking life they are so beautiful yes they're so beautiful the chemistry on screen together is like out of control mm-hmm. like nothing i've ever seen before um this movie literally ruined my life it made me so fucking sad like every time i watch it i cry like a little bitch like it's so good um so they their names are adele Haynell and nomi merlon and i think adele actually dated the director yes of the movie celine skiyama which is kind of cool mm-hmm. uh and messy and gay it's like so gay it is a gay you know? shit in the entire world i love it it's like of course this like gay woman has, is gonna be exes with the <laughs> gay director of a gay movie <laughs> oh my god yeah 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 <clears throat> but anyway i'm obsessed with this fucking movie like you have to go watch it it's so sad, but it's so good. Literally invented the so word good. for longing. Uh, literally, pine. What is the word? Pining. Yes. Yes. Longing. Yes. I don't know. It's just suffering is what it invented. <laughs> um, who is? Okay, next. Oh, okay. Wait, I know who this who is, is now. Who is this? Yeah. It's Post Malone. Yeah, it is Post Malone. It's Post Malone. He's, he was small. He was small. I, I know what. See him. Post Malone is fucking disgusting, but I am obsessed with him and in love with him. It's so funny because prior to uh, Oshiaga, I don't think you had like any strong opinions about him. Unless I'm right. wrong. Right. And in fact, I... Th- no, you're completely right. I think in 
In fact, I think I didn't like him. I thought that I just was kind of like, meh, Post Malone. If anything, I don't really listen or enjoy listening to his music. And then we went to Oshaga 2018. Mm -hmm. And he had his set uh, two sets before Florence and the Sheen. So, like, we were in the crowd, like, milling about, you know, as we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he came out and was just, like, so endearing. Like, he is just, like, so sweet. And he's like... My name is Austin Post Malone. Like, thanks for coming to my set. Like, as if he doesn't have, like, the whole festival, like, there watching him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, he is just so fucking funny. He's, like, so gross, but also just, like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, dude. Like, he's so hot. It's his personality. But he's, like, literally disgusting, but he's so hot. It's 100% it really his personality. Is. It like, really he has a is. good personality, and you can tell. Right. And then he, like, smashed a guitar, and I was like, okay, there we go. I'm obsessed. That chaotic energy. Yes. It just like perfectly ties it all together. Yeah. I like, I don't know, dude. Like I'm literally just obsessed. No. Yeah, absolutely. I I think we all walked out with a sense. Like I I remember we like his set ended and we all kind of looked at each other like that was fucking good. Like that was a really good set. It was such a fun set. (laughs) Yeah. He's just so endearing. Like Mm -hmm. he just seems like he's such a good character. Yeah. 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 (sighs) Um, I th- I've told you this, Aaron, but I've been listening and watching Trisha Paytas's new podcast, Frenemies. Yes. Um, I'm literally obsessed. It's so dumb. It's so stupid. But the guy who's on the podcast with her, Ethan Klein, who is like the founder of Teddy Fresh, that like um, clothing company mm-hmm. or whatever. He used to be really good friends with Post Malone. Like, he was, like, really good friends, like, before Post Malone got really famous. And um, Post Malone was actually, like, on, like, really old episodes of the H3 podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it was, like, two episodes ago they were talking about him. And Ethan was pretty much like, yeah, he doesn't text me anymore. Like, I haven't heard from him in a while. And Trisha was like, oh, we should cancel him. And he was like, nah, like, he's busy. I just, like, miss him. And I was just like, why am I going to cry? Oh, he's just busy. Like, that's so sad. Then I also was like, do not fucking cancel him. I'm literally obsessed. <laughs> I will kill you. I will murder you. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on from Post Malone is another musician, Mr. John Mayer. Hey. Hey. John Mayer is an enigma to me. On one hand, I feel like I should hate him because he is a misogynist. Was like notorious, yeah, like notoriously horrible to every woman that he has ever dated, and dated Taylor Swift when she was like barely legal, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, just gives off like the biggest douchebag vibes in the entire world. But also, on the other hand, like, he can play a guitar like a motherfucker. His hands are so hot. Uh, he just gives off, like, big, like, doofy dad vibes. Mm-hmm. And also, Room for Squares is literally my number one album of my lifetime. I'm oh not even God. kidding you. <laughs> I literally beat Room, to Square, Room for Squares to death. It's like my comfort album, to be honest. Mm, okay, understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the one that so, he did where he hired that like local-ass video company to make his music video for him. Oh, my God. New Light? Yes, yes. I watched New Light yeah. on repeat 
for a while. It's so good. It's just so, it's so funny because it's like him in this like 1990s like video store era, the green screen, Mm -hmm. like singing his song. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like he's also kind of endearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just shit like that is just like so funny. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Um, I have three left. Do you want to switch it and then come back to me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, where was I? Uh, Okay, so I'm going to go Steven Yun from uh, AMC's The Walking Dead. I only watched the first, I want to say four seasons of The Walking Dead, and then it just became too much for me to keep up with. Only? It's a lot. Well, there's more seasons, and it's a lot. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I really wanted to. And then after they, uh, spoiler alert, they fucking kill this guy off, Glenn. And I have no interest now. I just literally don't have any interest because he was literally just one of the characters that, first of all, went through a lot of growth through his time um, with the char- with, with the cast. Like, he had such incredible character growth, and I can't believe they would kill him off when they put that much stock into him. And then second of all, I just wonder mm. if it has something to do with the fact that his contract was set to renew and he's an Asian character who's... Uh, an Asian man who's asking for a fair compensation to his white co-workers. So it just makes me... It just soured Probably my taste is. in the show and I just stopped watching. Um, never bothered yeah, to continue that makes on. Sense. Man deserved better from that. He was in Burning. Such a good fucking movie. It's a Korean indie film. What, ch- what channel is that? AMC? Yeah, no. AMC. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was in... Uh, He's in a Korean film? He was in a Korean film uh, called Burning. That one was really good. It's like a kind of suspense. It, it, it's really indie, like, uh, in that way. It's not like mm. horror. It's just like he plays kind of an antagonist, um, which is really, was really fucking sexy, by the way. Like, him always playing the good guy. <laughs> him playing the bad guy was mm, delicious. So fucking delicious. It's like something about playing the villain that's just, like, so hot. Yes! Yes! Like, what is it? Oh, love it. Love the moral ambiguity know, or, like, just, like, my own code of ethics. Just, like, mm, give me that shit. <laughs> I don't want morally good. I want morally gray or morally bad, actually. <laughs> 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 that is so um, That's so funny he's also in minari which is uh that movie that got nominated for foreign language film which is bullshit because it's an american movie set in america made in america um what is it called minari minari hmm. m-i-n-a-r-i yeah if it's made in america why is it because uh, the Oscars changed their you know whole what? shit to know. foreign language because fucking... uh, there was an uproar about Roma a couple of years ago being nominated for a foreign uh, national film because they said that it was uh, uh, set and filmed in another location, even though it is a uh, American cast and director and whatever. I don't I don't remember the specifics of it, but it was bullshit anyway. So then they changed the names so that way that wouldn't happen, but it still happened. So whatever uh fuck them we got yeah true adam driver um i am a simp for this man period uh but also um, you really are i know it's pathetic <laughs> uh no but uh i am gonna say like i love his character kylo ren i remember watching uh star like star wars is such a big part of who i am and i remember watching the force awakens and it's like the first star wars movie that i'm gonna get to see in theaters 
first like release that I will ever go to and he's like one of the main characters that gets immediately introduced and he immediately immediately took my whole fucking heart like just absolutely I was just like I love this character I am going to cry if anything happens to this character Mm -hmm. I am am now empathizing with this character fully and also I am now in love with this actor I watched I asked my parents for tickets to see burn this because Adam Driver was uh playing on, on that show uh and on Broadway and it's like I was there with a bunch of old people and it was great I loved it you went to go see it? Yes, I did for my birthday with my dad. I'm obsessed. And it's funny because yes. I went to the I went to the early afternoon showing and uh Aisha had apparently taken a trip up to New York to see it in the uh evening showing. So we saw it on the same day. Mm-hmm. We just missed each other. Right. <laughs> it was oh my so God, fucking no. funny. Yeah, yeah. It was I was literally wow. screaming in the group chat because I took a picture of my uh uh, what do you call it? Playbill. And then Aisha was like, no mm-hmm. fucking way. We are on our way to New York so we can see that. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. It's literally so funny. But yeah, I love Adam Driver. Specifically, his whole bit in Undercover Boss, the Star Wars SNL skit, uh, where he's like, I'm kylo ren but now i am he they put a fucking cheap ass blonde wig on him and he's like i'm matt the radar detector it's so <laughs> stupid he takes it so seriously he's such a good actor god i love it i literally fucking love it. cuckoo bananas i've got <laughs> james mcavoy in uh atonement oh this one's james mcavoy whoops yeah so that's james mcavoy james- in atonement He's so sweet. He, like, I don't so think sweet. about him as an actor, but then I watched Atonement, and his character is so sweet. Look at him. He looks so sad. He's just, like, he's got he that, so like... sad. He gets, like, he's... I think he's, like, either an orphan or he's extremely poor, and he gets adopted by this rich family, basically, and he, like, is still, like, a hand. Like, he is a kind of indentured servitude kind of situation where like he'll work for them and as a young lad up until he's a proper boy or whatever and then he will get sponsored to be able to 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 you know go to school and then make a better life for himself and he was all set on the right path like they loved him they were like this kid is so brilliant and the only thing he lacks is money and we have money and we love him and he he's like family to us and then fucking uh, Saoirse Ronan's character lies and condemns him, knowing that she was wrong, but living in this fantastical world in her head. And I, so I read this book as part of my uh, 12th grade curriculum or whatever, and I just fucking cried. And then I watched this movie, and I was like, mm, James McAvoy, because he has this like tense this tense relationship <laughs> with the daughter who is played by Kira Knightley. So you know that shit is good. She uh-huh. looked so good. Her in that emerald dress is literally like just one level below Kira Anne Hathaway Knightley. in this red dress. Yeah, Kira Knightley like uh, she should be like she was meant to be alive in like the uh, I don't even know what that's called. What is that called? Like the 20th century kind of <laughs> 
yeah, that yeah, yeah. vibe of like historic like drama so dumb is so good this whole thing like sh- so this is taking place during the second world war and mm. it is so fucking good her fashion is just mm, they know exactly what they're doing she got the high fucking collarbone sticking right out of this emerald green dress that is like floor length it's a wrap Mm. uh around her body her arms look so long it it just it literally looks so good her hair is falling in that like perfect whatever like half updo bullshit i love it literally love it they have such a tense like it's this unresolved sexual tension that is very very deliberate and they do such a good job it is so fucking palatable in the book like you can you can taste it you can fucking feel it in the air when you're <laughs> reading this book. And they they translate that so well. And these actors are so good. And it's just like, mm, my favorite shit. I love it. Uh, I literally love it. And then it. the last one is Matthew McConaughey, my king from HBO's True Detective, specifically season one. Because, I mean, True Detective is a show that it's like every season is a new set of characters. He... Looks mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey looks so good in every single scene in this entire uh, 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 show. Like he just looks so fucking good. He, I think he's just hot. Period. Yes. Right. Like he's fucking. But Matthew there's McConaughey. something about. Listen, I love him as like they, so. They go between these two uh, timelines. One, the younger version where they're like trying to solve a mystery, and then the older version where they're like really trying to solve the mystery. Right. Um, because I think mm-hmm. it's an open shut case, but it's not. And so then he, we go through the younger portions and it's the Matthew McConaughey that you see here. He's like, looks good. He's clean. He's got his hair slicked back. He's got the button downs. He looks so fucking good. And then you get to the older version and he's literally like unkept. Like he has not, he's, his hair's all grown out. It's like long and wiry and like, it looks like fucking hay. Like it's just greasy and gross. Mm-hmm. He's a sm- he's like smoking a fucking pack of cigarettes just sitting there. Uh, He's drinking beer while they're trying to interrogate him in the office. Like, just a wreck. An absolute wreck. They definitely made his, like, eye sockets look, like, darker purple just to, like, really get that fucking look. And I still think that he looks good. So that's how you know I got it (laughs) down fucking bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. so funny. Wow. That's everyone I sent for. My turn? <laughs> yep. <gasps> amazing, amazing. I love to I love to hear it. <clears throat> I love to learn more about you every day, my <laughs> Like who knew that you liked that movie with the robots? Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah. I don't even I forgot its name. Um anyway, the last three on my list. The first one is Elizabeth Reeser. Um, I have her, I have a picture of her as Esme from Twilight. Right. But I think just Elizabeth Reeser in general, like she plays, um, Shirley in Haunting of Hill House. She's Esme from Twilight. She has a show. She's in the show called Easy, which is like a Netflix original series, which is like, okay, I wouldn't recommend it. Like, Mm. I don't think it's that great, but. She's in it, and, like, her episodes are really good. Um, But I just think that she's, like, just so fucking cool. She's so pretty. Um, 
I don't even I don't even know. I don't even know what else to say. She's Edward Collins' mother, vampire mother. What more could you ask for? I mean, you're right. She's got a big she's got a big forehead like me, like <laughs> twins. Milf energy. Milf, dead ass big milf energy. Um speaking of MILF, the next <laughs> one is uh Miss Lauren Graham as Lorelai Gilmore from Gilmore Girls. Um, I'm a Gilmore Girls stan. I think we've known yeah. this, right? This is something that I've talked about on this podcast. I am not I'm sure. I'm fucking obsessed. So essentially what happened is that Lauren Graham came to me in a dream. Um, <laughs> I was watching Parenthood at the time. Like I was obsessed with Parenthood. And Lauren Graham came to me in a dream and pretty much told me that I should watch Gilmore Girls. So I, go, I woke up the next morning and I went to the library and took out the first season of Gilmore Girls and literally binged it in like four hours wait 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 wait, wait. like stop 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 have you watched gilmore girls before <laughs> she came to your dream no no i had never seen a single episode of gilmore girls in my life like not even in passing like everyone what? who's watched gilmore girls is like is like my mom and i watch gilmore girls because like it's a mother-daughter bonding show my mother never watched gilmore girls i never watched gilmore girls the only time i ever watched lauren graham was in parenthood oh my so god so bizarre to me oh that, my like, god i had a dream yeah she so in my dream i remember it to this day this was like 20 years ago but um she was my aunt in my dream and <laughs> she had white nail polish on i remember that and we were in this like zombie apocalypse setting and she pretty much was like, hey, you should watch Gilmore Girls. And I was like, oh, do you think that's really the appropriate conversation we should be having at the moment? And she was like, yeah, it is. So then I woke up the next morning from this revelatory dream and was like, huh, okay, I'm going to watch Gilmore Girls. And I also painted my nails white. Oh, my <laughs> God. I was like, you know what? If we're going to commit, we're going to commit. Do you think you were like... Like, do you think aliens intercepted, or do you think your future self had to, like, close some kind of time? I think... Or are you a prophet? I think that, like... I think I'm a prophet, to be honest, and I'll tell you why. Um, I've had, like... Not not to be, like... I've had dreams that, like, predict the future, but, like... I had a dream when I was younger that a car crashed into the front of my neighbor's house, <gasps> and then literally two to three weeks later, a car crashed into my neighbor's house. I'm not kidding. <gasps> like, I had dead-ass a premonition... Oh my god, you're a seer. You're literally a seer. I'm literally a psychic. Oh my god, this is so. insane. Anyway. You should buy lotto tickets. <laughs> I should buy lotto tickets. Let me open my third Not to sound like a 60-year-old fucking woman on social security, <laughs> but also like... <laughs> with a gambling addition. cigarettes a day. You should buy. You should buy some lotto tickets. You should buy a lotto. You should buy a lotto. <laughs> you had a funky dream. That means you should buy a lotto ticket. You should use uh, your mom's you birthday. Gotta, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> your sister's birthday. Your dad's birthday. Yeah. So Lauren Graham came to me in a dream, and that's why. I'm that's fucking insane, dude. That's no, I'm fucking kidding. insane. Yeah, it really was, and, like, it's also insane how, like, I literally immediately fell in love with Gilmore Girls. I was like, this show is the best thing I've ever watched in my life. Even it's like though, you like, knew you were going like it's it. not. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. She also wears, like, the singular outfit. I couldn't find a picture of it or else I would have put it on my board, but she, like, 
in one of the like first episodes of Gilmore Girls, there's a plot where like Rory gets into this um, private high school, mm-hmm. and she like has to go meet with the principal. But like it's laundry day, so she has no nice clothes. So she wears this like denim skirt, cowboy boots, and this like tie dye pink tie dye uh, cropped tank top. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching it for the first time and being like, okay, I know that this outfit is supposed to be like bad, but like, why do I think it's so hot? <laughs> <laughs> slaps i love uh, it's, it's the chaos slaps. it's the chaos energy it really is um and the last one on my list is diana agron who plays quinn fabray in glee oh. um diana agron made it to this list when leah michelle did not even though leah michelle was sort of my sexual awakening um mm. because i think she deserves absolutely everything and you know what unlike leah michelle she's actually a good person <sighs> And she's so fucking pretty. And she, um, what's the word I'm looking for? She was, like, snubbed by Ryan Murphy. Like, he fucked her up in the later seasons of uh, Glee. Like, he wrote Quinn for Bray, her character, to be, like, this horrible cheerleader. Mm -hmm. Like, this absolutely abhorrent person. And, like, the way that she played her she like played her in a way that everyone was kind of like, Oh, Quinn Bray is redeemable. Like her character is horrible. Oh. Um, and so he was like pissed about that. So he like wrote her the like ho- most horrible plot lines towards the end of Glee. Oh my God. What the fuck? Yeah. Doesn't that suck? Also, wait, I feel like she's married to a Mumford and son. <gasps> stop dude i was like actually upset to hear that mumford and sons like i'm not surprised right like i'm not surprised that they're part of the far right but also just like <laughs> i know like mumford it's so and bad sons. i know it's stupid it says, that, it says that she's married to winston marshall who is the fucking who what? white supremacist right uh, winston marshall she's like married to winston marshall oh oh i don't i don't who know which one, one. It was like whatever uh the banjo one divorce but i don't know if they i literally have no idea dude i don't know <laughs> listen i don't know i'm sad about mumford and sons being a bunch of fucking fascists but what are we gonna do i'm just gonna find a different banjo to cry to <laughs> what is this TikTok? there's so many banjos out there there's a tick so there's a fucking you got three slides on your simplest bitch powerpoint presentation it's actually google slides presentation oh first one is of a sunset second one is of your full simplest and then the third one says thank you it's a house on fire and there is a link to a tiktok i'm saying that like so i'm the a TikTok fucking leads. boomer jesus christ someone come and <laughs> euthanize me jesus the TikTok leads to essentially a fan cam of Danny from Haunting a Blind Manor. <laughs> and the vibes, the vibes are just insane. It's like her, like, with no music behind, or like the music swelling to volume behind her. And it's like out of touch by uh, Hall and Hall and Oates. Yeah, Hall and Oates. Yeah. And it's just like her being like, her character being like very cute and funny and then also like being gay with her partner mm. in the show and i'm like I, it's just like makes me so fucking happy so i had to include it <laughs> <laughs> i i'm gonna find the pedro pascal um uh 
fan cam because I did not include it, but I I watched that one. You should. It yes. is so fucking. I love fan cams. Stupid. They're so good, dude. They're so fucking. I'm obsessed. Dumb, but I love them. I like had so many. Sorry, this is the last thing, and then we can wrap this up. But I had so many saved um, on Vine for like Swan Queen back in the day. And now that I'm on TikTok and, like, a fan cam that I, like, comes up, I'm always like, oh, this is nice. Oh, I remember the fan cam days back of, to my of roots. Those are so good. Something about those, like, just literally yeah. slapped serotonin into my brain immediately. Like, hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, thanks anyway. for joining us on another episode where we fucking simp out once again. Um, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at pod retrograde on Instagram at retrograde the podcast. We upload new episodes every Monday. Any closing thoughts, Liz? None. Thoughts and head empty. No thoughts. Oh, thanks for listening. Okay, great. Awesome. Bye. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> bye. 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 When the night has come And the land is dark And the moon is the only light we'll see No, I won't be afraid Oh, I won't be afraid Just as long as you stand Stand by So darling, darling Stand by me Oh, stand by me Oh, stand now Stand by Stand by If the sky that we look upon Should tumble and should crumble to the sea. I won't cry, I won't cry, no, I won't shed a tear just as long as you stay, stand by.